Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 77 of my daily audio blog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere. That's the risk of embracing the unknown. And today, there's a topic that's very much alive in me, has been for a couple of days, and that is the shadow, integrating the shadow, and most importantly, food, veganism, the food chain, nature, the cycles of nature, being part of it and participating in the cycles of nature, or separating ourselves from it, because we don't like the shadow that comes up when we have to participate. <clears throat> for those of you that don't know what a shadow is, it could be seen as the negative aspects of ourselves that we don't want to accept and integrate in a healthy manner. We could look at aggressiveness, for example. You know, the masculine trait of being aggressive as being negative, so we could reject it and avoid it at all costs, or integrate that aggressive energy uh, and channel it in more of a healthy way, maybe through sport or... Um, or just being aggressive when you feel like being aggressive in the politest, the politest of ways. I don't know, sometimes you're angry and you just want to scream. So you've got to scream, right? But sometimes we, we want to reject and avoid these parts of ourselves. So shadows, in my mind, should be integrated. And when they are, become very powerful because you become all what you are. You're not just half. And you're not going around portraying... Um, half of who you are it's like rejecting sadness you know sadness is another shadow you could say of our experience and we don't want to experience sadness so we just cling to happiness and joy all the time and a lot of times maybe walk around with a fake smile or fake positivity when actually deep down we want to cry you know so just integrating all these so-called negative aspects of ourselves could be called integrating the shadow the shadow has many different shapes and forms, of course. But let's look at the shadow of the food chain, the shadow that I see in veganism that isn't spoken about by vegans. Vegans don't want to integrate this reality. And I think for me personally, I was vegan, strict vegan for between two, three years. But on the vegan journey, vegetarian, vegan, ethical mindset for more years, maybe four or five and coming out of the other end with an integration of this shadow. I think people that come out of veganism with the same open mind that they went in with and reintroduce animal foods into their diet because they realize um, the shadow and integrate it in the healthiest way possible, um, there's a maturity. It's like veganism is like, it's nearly like a, what do you call it, an initiation. It's like you have to face reality, you have to face death, you have to face suffering. Um, maybe it's a reflection that you see in animals of your own suffering, but you have to accept death is part of life, suffering is part of life, and the, the food chain is, there's death involved in the cycle of life. Like without death, there's no life. So animals have to kill to eat to survive. And we've wanted to opt out. Veganism wants to opt out of 
the killing and the death of animals to eat meat or fish or seafood or eggs um which makes sense right because from an emotional and ethical and uh standpoint it makes total sense and why wouldn't you want to be part of that why wouldn't you want to be nice why wouldn't you want to be good why wouldn't you want to reduce suffering why wouldn't you want to be more ethical why wouldn't you want to be nicer to the environment if that's the truth but um if we look at the majority of let's say vegan products or just fruits and vegetables in general they come from <clears throat> a very processed industrialized agriculture which is very very detrimental to the planet at the same time to the soil to insects to smaller animals to bigger animals to fish you know all the insecticides and pesticides that, that um, go into the rivers and the oceans and then the plastics that they're envelope, enveloped enveloped in but that's another topic let's focus more on just the food and why vegan products are not necessarily uh, of less suffering or ne neither do they ca cause less destruction especially if they're from industrialized agriculture but let's look at growing your own vegetables for example there's this I was listening to this vegan or ex-vegan talk about her her confrontation with this, this idea of industrial agriculture and she was like okay well I'm going to start growing my own organic vegetables but then she came to realize that she needed dead animals compost manure bone meal blood meal for the soil like the the, the soil as nutrition needed death needed uh, bacteria from animals and without this animal you know part parts <laughs> It couldn't grow healthy vegetables, healthy fruit. And then she found out that there was other insects and worms and bugs that wanted to eat her food. So she had to either spray them, which she didn't want to do, um, or get some chickens and ducks so they would eat all the bugs and insects and that would save her food. So she, she just came to that realization and integration of shadow that there is no life without death. And there's obviously different grades. And veganism likes to look at uh, their philosophy as the least harm caused and I don't think that's necessarily true um, if you really look into it and then there's the whole nutritional side of veganism being healthy and that's also controversial um, I thought it was personally I had didn't experience it in the long term that's why I went back to animal foods but there's a lot of shadows let's just keep our focus on the shadow of veganism this idea that we can separate separate ourselves from the regenerative natural cycle of nature that includes animals it includes death it includes um each each part doing their part in that cycle sure i can understand the argument from vegans about animal the animal agriculture i think we'd all agree and I heard the figure yesterday, it's 97% of all meat, all animals raised, slaughter and meat are industrialized factory farmed animals. And of course, that's detrimental to the animals, detrimental to us, detrimental to the planet. Like, there's no good in that. Just like there's no good in um, agriculture in general. So that we can agree on. That's the common ground between vegans and non-vegans. We, we, the system is fucked. Like, it, whether you look at it from a vegan 
or a non-vegan perspective, the industrialized aspect of the system is fucked. It's destroying the planet, right, left, and center. But don't come, don't come out and say, like I did myself, that eating a locally grass-fed, reared, um, pastured animal is less sustainable than eating industrialized, um, monocropped food. It's just not the case. It's just not the case, it's not the case, it's not the case. Nothing's black and white. And the integration of this reality, and also from a health point of view, the importance of animal fats that I've come to realize and feel as I've reintroduced them, the functioning of our cells and our brain. Of course, there's studies that will say that a vegan diet is good, and there's studies that will say that a non-vegan diet is good, or a ketogenic diet is good. So it all comes down to each individual and their their body, their physiology, their culture, their upbringing, what's available, the season. There's many, many factors. There's no right or wrong, but just look into the misconceptions and don't believe that one diet or one philosophy like veganism is the solution to everything because it's not. Um, I used to go around thinking that veganism was amazing. It was this, it was that, it's the best, the best you could do. That is the first most important choice that you could make to help the animals, to help the planet, to help yourself. And it's too good to be true. It seemed too good to be true and it is too good to be true. So sorry to break that for you. And you'll probably disagree if you are vegan listening to this, but um, neither veganism or anything else in the world is has comes without a shadow. So look at the shadow of veganism, look into the shadows of yourself and integrate them um, in the healthiest way possible. Because life is death and death is life. That's what it comes down to. So yeah. Take a look at what you're eating, where it's coming from, how it's produced. Whatever product. Doesn't matter. Whatever product. That's all we have time for today, guys. Oh, that hurt. That was a bee, I think, or a wasp stinging my ankle. That was yummy. No thank you. Um, I'll speak to you again tomorrow, I guess. Thanks for listening. Hope you take away some kind of value from this episode today. And thanks for listening. Ciao for now.